This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Like Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Tuesday. It is the Jason Walker Show here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Freshly shorn Jason Walker. Yeah, I wasn't going to shave the whole face today, and then I, I I don't know what I did. I messed up, so I had to shave the whole face. I wanted to keep the goatee, but it didn't happen, so. Oh, well. We'll, we'll grow it back, maybe. Who knows? Depends. Hey, we got a big show today. Helena High has a new girls coach. I'll tell you who it is in a few minutes. Also on this day in history coming up, a uh, big one. And uh, we got the walk-off and a whole lot more. Also, uh, Dave Gorn will join us. He is the uh, executive director of the National Sports Media Association. He's also a a great sideline reporter with Wake Forest. Uh, We're going to talk to him. He's a good friend, and uh, I've known him for... Well, about six years now, I guess. But uh, it'll be uh, fun to ch- chat with Dave. And uh, I had his kid on the air before I had Dave on. Max, of course, you remember in March, right after all of the uh, COVID stuff started happening and all the cancellations started happening, did uh, gave a, gave us, gave America what we really wanted with one shining moment. And uh, so we'll talk to Dave, the dad, Gorn, coming up uh, here in a little bit. So there you go. All right, so uh, you can watch live on Facebook. You can watch live on uh, YouTube. You can also listen at uh, treasurestateradio.com. You can also go to Podbean and Network One Sports. And then if you miss anything, jasonwalkershow.com. And if you want to email me, you can, jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. And you can tweet us and Facebook us as well. It is National Teacher Appreciation Day. Uh, you can send these in if you want. You can email, tweet, Facebook, whatever, text. Uh, who were some of your favorite teachers growing up? Um, I had a couple. Uh, Mr. Morgan in Manhattan, 7th and 8th grade, he was a great teacher. Loved uh, Mr. Morgan. Um, who else did I enjoy? I didn't uh, got along with a lot of teachers. There was a couple I didn't get along with. I won't name them, uh, but I had Mr. Morgan's probably my all-time favorite teacher in uh, Manhattan in seventh and eighth grade. He was pretty good. Uh, let me know yours. Who were some of your favorite teachers growing up in school? I had a great couple of great ones in college uh, at broadcasting school, not actual college. Um, but that was, yeah, just get yours in at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter or uh, email Facebook as well. So there you go. All right, so Helena High has its new uh, girls basketball coach. He is uh, Ben Dudek and comes to Helena High by way of Pennsylvania, but he's been in Helena for the last few years. But uh, according to the press release that was sent out, um, Dudek has previously coached for six years in Pennsylvania as a varsity girls coach uh, assistant at the high school level. He was at the, the high school age AAU club level, including coaching several showcase AAU teams. Uh, moved to Helena, began teaching at C.R. Anderson Middle School, I think about five years ago. But uh, congratulations to Coach Dudek. He hasn't been coaching for a while since moving out here, but I uh, played basketball in uh, Clarkson University in uh, Rochester, New York. He's 32, so kind of a youngster in uh, the coaching world. But uh, it's very cool. 
He'll continue teaching over at CR. And uh, he's got big shoes to fill, you know. I mean, <laughs> Eric Peterson did it well for seven seasons, 97 wins. Think about this. Helena High, had they won four straight state championships, had they gotten a chance to go to and win four straight state championships this year, that would have been 100 career wins, but they didn't. So Peterson finished with 97. But um, great career. And big shoes, like I said. Not only 97 wins, but uh, three back-to-back state championships, back-to-back-to-back. And then Capital, of course, won it this year, co-champs. But that's, uh, we'll get Dudek on. I knew a Dudek here in Helena, oh gosh, almost 20 years ago. I wonder if there's a relation. But uh, she worked at the with the Helena Brewers back in the day. Uh, she was in the PR. I was doing television up in Great Falls and uh, came down and did some stories on the Brewers. But um, she's over in North Carolina now, I think, uh, working with baseball somewhere. But anyway, we'll get Ben Dudek on uh, soon. So there you go. Uh, what else did we see today? Uh, we mentioned National Teacher Appreciation Day. So don't forget to uh, send in your favorite teachers and go from there. All states have officially canceled spring sports. Connecticut canceled today. They were the last remaining holdout. So now there is no sports across the entire country. Also, no uh, concerts being going on right now either. You don't think about that, which is, you know, kind of weird. But, you know, um, lots of uh, big concerts not happening. It'll be interesting to see where we go this summer. I know everybody's planning on opening back up soon. Other states, you know, Montana opened up yesterday, partially. Uh, all of our great sponsors, by the way. Make sure you go down and support them. Cafe Zydeco, Dinner's Done Right, The Mother Load. Also, Green Meadow Country Club. If you have not signed up yet for Green Meadow Country Club, go down, talk to them, tell them you heard it on the Jason Walker Show. Get signed up. Become a member. I mean, the food is amazing. Uh, let's not forget that. The golf is obviously fantastic. Uh, hopefully this summer we'll get to hang out in the pool. Maybe not you and I together, but we'll get to hang out. But uh, the golf is fantastic. And you can get signed up with leagues. Got men's league starting tomorrow. Got ladies league, senior league. So get signed up. And don't, don't forget, by the way, demo day coming up Friday, May 8th at Green Meadow Country Club. Make an appointment if you are a member. And if you're not, get signed up and then make an appointment and tell them you heard it on the Jason Walker Show when you buy something. So there you go. I went a couple years ago, got some new wedges, which were fantastic. But, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did uh, we see today going on? Um, not a lot. We talked about flag football a little bit yesterday. I want to get your thoughts on that probably uh, later this week. If you are excited, we're going to try to get Jim Carr on too, the president and CEO of the NAI, to talk about it. And the NFL is behind the uh, women varsity sport for flag football. I'm not sure how I feel. I think it's a cool thing, but it's flag football. I mean, it's not, it's flag, right? Which one could argue is where all football's headed because the national. No fun league, nor flag football league, but um, I, I kid a little bit. But yeah, uh, we'll get your thoughts on that later this week too. Speaking of later this week, we got some great stuff coming up. Tim Brando will join us, legendary broadcaster, and uh, been texting back and forth all day today with Brittany Jackson. Brittany Jackson will join us tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show, the legendary shooter for uh, the Tennessee Lady Vols, early two thousands. Uh, but yeah, we've been texting back and forth, and uh, she said she'll uh, be available tomorrow. So after canceling last week when she was super sick, but there you go. Um, big birthdays today. A couple of big birthdays. We'll get to later on in the show too. Um, they're somewhat sports related, but at this point in time, with no sports to talk about, we're just throwing everything out. We're finding. Great! I, you should see my guest list that I've emailed. Potential guests. Some are sports. Some are not. Hey, have some have some fun, right? Which we're going to. 
Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to chat with the man himself, Dave Gorin. He is the executive director of the National Sports Media Association, uh, and uh, he's also a great sideline reporter. And if you remember sideline reporters, for two, the first two years I did Carroll College football, Julianne DeLorso, well, she's a Wake Forest girl and knows Dave, and we'll, maybe we'll talk about Julianne. But if you remember, it would have been, what, 2014 and 15, Julianne DeLorso. Maybe it was 15 and 16. But anyway, we had Julianne. She was fun and great job. She's down in Florida now working, so that's cool. But we'll talk to Dave Gordon when we return here, Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Looking forward to a fantastic, fantastic Tuesday. And you are helping make it a good one. Coming right back. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po' boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook, Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night, or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up, or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinner's Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinner's Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop records, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena.
Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Uh, welcome back on a Tuesday, Major Mortgage Man Cave here on the Jason Walker Show on this day in history. A couple of big birthdays coming up we'll uh, chat about and uh, a whole lot more. Tomorrow, Brittany Jackson will join us, the former Tennessee Lady Vol sharpshooter. She was a senior when Candace Parker was a redshirt freshman, so I want to chat about that. But Brittany Jackson tomorrow. Tim Brando joins us on Thursday. But we welcome in our first guest now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline on a Tuesday. It is a guy I got to know about six years ago. We've met once in person, and we've emailed a few times, but his name is Dave Gorn. He's the executive director of the National Sports Media Association and also a sideline reporter extraordinaire for Wake Forest. How are you? I'm well, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, little, you know, it's it's weird because I interviewed your son before I interviewed you. He got real famous <laughs> in March. Max uh, Max Gorin put that great video together, and uh, you were you were kind of acting as a, a PR guy for a while there. Yeah, that's what it uh, it felt like. But I got no percentage. <laughs> oh, he didn't pay you. <laughs> No, we we pay for his food. I, I don't know how that works. I, I think I, it's probably why I uh, I'll never stop working. <laughs> That's there you go, uh, Dave Gordon, our guest here, Jason Walker show. Um, what have you been doing? Because there's really not a lot going on, and and we'll talk about the the Wake Forest stuff here in a second. But with the National Sports Media Association, you unfortunately had to cancel the big banquet in J- uh, June. Uh, you're going to have to mail everybody's uh, trophies out. I didn't win this year, unfortunately, but um, kind of a bum deal because that's a great event uh, every year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the thing that uh, I work toward all year long, so to know, you know, not only was it not going to come for six months or five months, now it's not going to come for 14 months, so it's a long time in between. We were actually supposed to have our big fundraising dinner last week, which is a honors a local person who connects the community through sports, and we had to postpone that. We're hoping to do it sometime in the fall. We haven't nailed down that date, but, um, you know, without money coming in, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, and we're, we're not a social services nonprofit, so you add that together with the pandemic, and, you know, we, we, we're, we're hoping that people, you know, see the value of what we do. Well, I didn't even know about it until 2013, and it is a fantastic organization. And it's the NSMA has been around what almost 70 years. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, 60. This is the 61st year. Okay. And uh, before that, it had actually started. Let's see, six years before that, as the North Carolina sports broadcasters and writers uh, dinner. So. It actually goes back to 1953 to its uh, true roots. Wow. It's um, been around a while, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's like I said, it's a great organization. I'm proud to be a member of it. Um, and you've moved recently from Salisbury, North Carolina, up to Winston-Salem. Uh, why the move, and how's it gone? We moved about two and a half years ago. Um, you know, we wanted to grow the organization, and... You know, times change. It was uh, the people at Salisbury were awfully good to the organization, but the people who had been with it for, you know, 30, 40 years were either gone or moved away or, you know, been there, done that. And so we wanted to move somewhere where the population base was a little bit bigger. You know, we thought about Charlotte as well, but they've had trouble uh, keeping the NASCAR Hall of Fame solvent. So, you know, we, we decided to go a little bit smaller, but Winston-Salem has a population of about a quarter of a million, which must sound like megalopolis to <laughs> somebody in Helena, Montana, right? Exactly. So, But, you know, we have minor league baseball, and we have power five college football, basketball, mm-hmm. an HBCU school, Winston-Salem State, um, minor league hockey, you know, golf is big. We have a, an ATP 250 tennis tournament here. So, it's a lot going on in Winston Salem. Yeah. A lot going on. Yeah, so there's a good sports vibe, and of course, you know we're right in the middle of NASCAR country, so yep. you know there there's plenty of interest, and I think there's a lot of uh, appreciation, uh, you know, for for sports and sports media, what we do. 
You've had over the years a chance to meet some great people because of the NSMA, formerly NSSA, but who's some of your favorites that, you, that have rolled through uh, Salisbury or Winston-Salem? Wow. I, mean, they're, I enjoy meeting everybody. I, and I, you know, it's hard to say who's a favorite because, you know, you won, what, six years ago, and we've stayed in touch, and I do that with most everybody. So, you know, I, I just I love the fact that, you know, you you make lifelong friends through, uh, you know, honoring sports media for what they do. And you know, as I think my standard line is, is it cool to meet the Bob Costases and Dan Shulmans and Mike Terry? Sure it is. Um, but to meet the Jason Walkers from Helena, Montana, or the Van Tates from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I, and I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, to me, that's cool to have people you can you can you know communicate with in your industry who do what you do or have done what you've done. Um, and, and it's you know I tell people my network over 24 years of TV sports grew to a, a pretty large network, but in my 10 plus years doing that and I'm doing this, it's exploded. And, and the good part of that is not. You know, bragging, well, I know this person and that person is I can utilize that network to help maybe the younger kids who are trying to get established in the business or, you know, if somebody loses a job, maybe put them in touch with someone else who could help them in the business. And, and to me, that's really the, the gratifying part of what we do. Uh, if you want to uh, find me a job or help find me a job, that'd be great. I'll put you in touch with some people. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely would love that. Uh, Dave Gordon, our guest here, uh, he's executive director of the National Sports Media Association. You mentioned helping out college kids, and NSMA does a great thing. Is it the Jim Nance Award every year that you guys do, and, and, and it helps a college student um, get it, it, his feet wet, his or her feet wet, and it's a great award and honors some of the best young talent out there. Well, actually, I'll have to give a credit there to John Chalesnik and STAA, which stands for Sportscasters Talent Agency of America. He started it in 2009, and a year later, after the second one had been presented, we had our old national, we met with our national board, which we would do the middle day of our awards weekend. And Wes Durham, who is the radio voice of the Atlanta Falcons and also does ACC football and basketball and baseball for the ACC Network, he said, why don't, why don't you call John Chalesnik and see if he would like us or he would like to present the Nance Award at our banquet every year. And I called John, and as I told him, uh, my line is, when I called you, it sounded like I was offering you gold bullion. He was, he was so excited and then did it the first year, and that's gone really well for nine years. And, in fact, there, we have a, a story on the Nance Award on our YouTube uh channel, which is National Sports Media Association on YouTube, and you can watch about an 11.5-minute story on the Nance Award, and then I interviewed the nine young people who had won the award the last nine years, and uh, I have those whole interviews as well. Uh, Talked to Jim Nance, talked to John Chalesnik, talked to Wes Durham for it, so so that was fun, but uh, uh, you know, all those people, that's like not having ever to print or have a resume, right? not needing one because you win that award and people know who you are. I mean, you take the last two people who have won. Um, Katie Emmer, the first female to win it two years ago. She's now the uh, pre-post and between periods uh, host for the Philadelphia Flyers on NBC Sports Philadelphia. And Drew Carter, who won last year, got a job as the weekend sports anchor at the CBS station in Birmingham, Alabama. So, you know, right out of school to get jobs like that, it's pretty good. Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, Dave Gordon joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, there's one girl, uh, speaking of sidelines, that uh, you and I both know. I worked with Julianne Delorso. She's now down in Florida, but uh, mm-hmm. she's a Wake Forest girl. And uh, we're mutual friends, and I thought she did a great job when she was up here in, in Montana. But, uh, yeah, she's a sweetheart and did a, a fantastic job. Yeah, I actually had, uh, you know, for the last three fall semesters, I've taught a class in sportscasting at Wake Forest. And I'm trying to remember if it was my first year or second year. I think it was my first year. She uh, WebExed into my 
my class one night because she was a cheerleader at Wake Forest, and then she got her master's degree uh, at Syracuse, which is where I, I got my degree. So we have that in common, and she's also a big Red Sox fan because she and I are both from Massachusetts originally. Mm-hmm. So, um, But, yeah, she's uh, I've seen I, – I remember watching her work when she was in TV and in Montana and was very impressed with it. It's funny because when you work with her, like you are from Massachusetts but live in North Carolina. She, you know, same type of story, but she has both accents. You actually sound like you're from anywhere in America when you talk, <laughs> but she sometimes sounds Southern and sometimes sounds Northeastern all at the same time. Um, it's really hard to distinguish which is which sometimes. Well, it's, it's very hard. I, I, you know, I found it very difficult to – I think I, I made up, I, and I probably had a pretty heavy Massachusetts accent when I went to college, but because I knew what I wanted to do for a living was broadcasting, I figured I should learn how to say that letter between Q and S. <laughs> probably a good thing, yeah. And yeah, you know, in Massachusetts, that letter is called ah. Ah, yeah, the ka. Ah. Right? Yeah. Wicked smart. <laughs> Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Dave Gordon joining us here, Jason Walker Show. How how did you decide, Dave, that broadcasting was what you wanted to do? Well, I, I was a whole. You know, I think like most most everybody in the field loved sports. Um, was fascinated by newspapers and magazines and radio and TV and you know listened to. I was a big Boston sports fan growing up, and you know those people who brought the games to us and, and did the six and eleven o'clock sportscast. To me, I, I was fascinated that you could get paid to do that. And by the time I, you know, realized I couldn't hit a curveball well enough or wasn't big enough to play basketball or didn't like to get hit, so I'm going to play football um, and was too slow to play hockey, um, I started actually writing sports for my local newspaper when I was a 15-year-old high school junior and did that on and off through college and for a couple more years till I finally worked my way into a, an 1100 hours for free over nine months TV job. And then they hired me as a part-time sports producer for $5 and 45 cents an hour. Wow. And I just, you know, as I tell younger kids now, you know, you get in and you better show what you can do and be willing to do anything. Yep. That so is, that's what I did. Who were some of your uh, role models growing up? Uh, that's a good question. I like to, you know, I loved all the play-by-play guys in Boston. I love Dan Kelly, NHL on CBS. Um, you know, Kurt Gowdy, you know, later on Al Michaels to me, who's is the gold standard for network play-by-play guys, mm-hmm. Bob Costas, you know, you, I, I like different people for different things. I think different qualities they have, you know, Costas is a great interviewer and can do, he was good on baseball play-by-play. He was good in basketball um, back in the day too when he did basketball. Um, you know, Al Michaels, Jim Nance—they're all—they're all just so smooth, and you know their ability to make a game exciting is is off the charts. So those are a handful of them, but you know there are dozens more that I actually enjoy. There are very few that I—I you know, I tell people everybody has different tastes. Um, and, and there are people you, you might not, not, not like their style, but there are very few of those for me. No, I would have to agree. Like people ask me that all the time too. And, you know, I did PA announcing for a long, long time before I got it back into play by play. But it's mm-hmm. one of those deals where I watch games on TV and I, I'm listening to the announcers. I'm not really watching the game as much as I listen to the announcers. And of course, baseball on radio is still the best thing in the world. And if you get a chance to drive around and listen to old AM radio when we do have baseball games, I mean, to me, that's the greatest. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those deals where when people ask me that, like, well, who do you like? And I'm like, well, I like different guys for different reasons or ladies, right. too. I mean, there's some fantastic women that do announcing now and love yep. listening to them, too. You know, like a, a Beth Moens or, um, you know, the the uh, Melanie Newman, who did the Salem Red Sox game. She's fantastic, too. Mm-hmm. 
Correct. And now Baltimore Orioles. Yes, yes. If the once they ever get going. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, Dave Gordon joining us here on the Jason Walker Show and the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, so who, you grew up a, a Red Sox fan, so obviously yeah. Red Sox players your favorites, but who were some of your others? Well, uh, you mentioned when you were coming back from the break some big birthdays coming up, right? Yep. Now, were those local or, or National. Hall of Fame type people? Hall of Fame type people. So tomorrow, were you going to go there tomorrow? Is that one of the ones you're going to talk about? No, I just today's birthdays. Well, who's, who's today? Uh, today, uh, Cy Young. Uh huh. No, not, I'm, not. I'm a little. Uh, that's not his birthday. He did something awesome today, by the way. Okay. No birthday. Well, he, he was a little before me. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, birthdays today. Uh, I only have the only one I I found today that was interesting was Chief Bender. Ah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Philadelphia. Oh, tomorrow. Go ahead, finish that. No, just Philadelphia A, so uh, Hall of right. Famer. Who? Okay, so whose birthday is tomorrow that I'll be probably looking for? Well, there's Hall of Famer Willie Mays is tomorrow. Oh, nice. And, the, and then future Hall of Famer Chris Paul is also tomorrow. Oh, Chris. Uh, he should still have been a Laker, by the way. <laughs> As a Laker fan, that was a terrible, terrible move by the NBA. Uh, just an opinion. So Chris Paul's birthday is tomorrow. Well, I did not know that. And the reason I know that is mine is the next day. So those who are around mine, and especially Chris, who I grew, who I covered from right. the time he was a junior in high school, um, you know, I, I thought it was coincident. Well. Coincidence, you know, people are born on the same day because there are only <laughs> 366 of them. But he and Willie Mays are born on both born on May 6. Well, that is uh, that is awesome. Uh, well, by the way, yesterday was the anniversary of Willie Mays hitting home run 512 to pass Mel Ott's 511, which was then the NL record. Right. So, and how how far how, how many <laughs> how many people have come since then some of them legitimately oh there you see that's why you're one of my favorites right there i love that dave gordon joining us here jason walker show you mentioned wake forest and covering chris paul uh so that meant you covered tim duncan you um you've had Correct. you've had a very nice career uh aside from the nsma but a very nice career covering wake forest yeah and and if you go back you know I, I think about how lucky I've been to be in various spots at various times in my career that when I, you know, I started my TV career, as I mentioned a little while ago in Providence, Rhode Island. And the four years I was there, um, Rick Pitino took Providence college basketball to the final four in 1987. And mm-hmm. that was my first final four in new Orleans. And, and then, you know, since I've been in North Carolina, shoot my first, 15 years, you could almost count on going to the Final Four every year because we would, you know, we covered Duke, North Carolina, NC State, Wake Forest. Not that Wake has been to the Final Four since their only time in 1962, or, or NC State hasn't been since winning it all in uh, 1983. But, you know, Duke and North Carolina for several years, it was one or the other, or occasionally both were in the Final Four. So, you know, I got a good half dozen or so trips to, to the final four and you know one day i was flying to a first round site somewhere and i was thinking it's like how many different places have i been to covering at the ncaa basketball tournament and i I finally sat down and i remembered i think all but one and it's something like 40 something different rounds and so most of the places i have been in this country are because of the NCAA basketball tournament. That is fantastic. What's your favorite? Favorite place? Yeah. Favorite oh, favorite gosh. basketball NCAA tournament place? Would probably be, God, that's a good one too. That's like sports casters for me because I, I love, I'm a ge- I was a geography minor in college, so I love going places. Um, I like going everywhere. I mean, even for, <clears throat> you know, you're, you're rooting for the team you're covering to win because you always want to go keep going to the next round and then get to the Final Four. Um, probably, uh, probably the favorite trip was 1995 because it was almost all in a row. We drove, my photographer and I drove for the first round 
to Tallahassee, Florida, which is about a 10-hour drive. Wow. And we were following University of North Carolina. They won both games there and advanced to Birmingham. And we said, why do we want to drive all the way back and then probably drive to Birmingham? Why don't we just go straight to Birmingham? And so our bosses let us do that. So we'll take a day off. And I actually got my hair cut in Birmingham (laughs) uh, and did laundry and and then drove home and then flew to Seattle for the final four. That was 1995. And that was fun. And, um, you know, even though North Carolina lost the final four round, we still stuck around and did the championship game. And I mean, there were just so many great memories from, from that whole trip uh, that were fun. And you remember some of the stories that you do, and, um, but, but there are so many that were, that were fun. I mean, Sacramento in 1992 was fun. We actually went on the Wake Forest team charter and the late Skip Prosser, may he rest mm. in peace. On the on the on the flight out was passing out uh, homemade chocolate chip cookies that his wife had made. Oh. I mean, you just don't see that. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's one of the things that made him a special guy. I mean, that's the kind of guy he was. Yeah, yeah. and even and even passing them out to the media. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, they never give the media anything. Uh, Dave Gordon, our guest, are speaking of coaches and players. You know, and I've had a lot of great guests on over the the last couple of weeks, and. To me, it's the common theme that we all share as broadcasters is it's the stories off the air that we get to, our conversations off air that uh, we get to have with players and coaches that may or may never, you know, may or may not ever make the airwaves. But it's those those great moments in private that sometimes stand out to me as some of the best. Do you have those too? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and just speaking of Skip Prosser, um, when he got to Wake Forest, he used to have all these great quotes that he would pull out. And I had, I had been around enough coaches who just, you know, they, they go to a book of quotes and they'll, and they'll regurgitate them. Or that'll be their, you know, inspiring quote for their team that they share. And he had, I mean, he just had these remarkable quotes that, you know, John Wooden, okay, but you start quoting authors and mm. You know, okay. I, and one day I actually said to him, it's like, do you get these quotes from Bartlett's, you know, book of famous quotations? And, and his famous line to me was, no, I actually read the book, which oh, I thought was great. <laughs> I, mean, is, I just thought that was awesome. That is fantastic. And he was. I mean, that's the kind of guy he was. Well-read, well-spoken, um, didn't think he was better than anybody else. And, and that's why I think there was such a, a great outpouring of, of grief, especially here locally and in Cincinnati where he coached at, at Xavier. But, uh, you know, I think everybody remembers the day he died because it was July, it was July 26th. And every day on my Facebook feed, there are dozens of, we miss you skip posts. Mm. And people tell those same, you know, everybody had a story with Skip Prosser. That's what made him special. Dave Gordon, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, a few final questions for you. I know you're uh, probably getting ready for dinner because it's late. Well, actually, uh, you know, because he, you know, despite the fact that he got the big head for his seventy thousand views on YouTube, Max, <laughs> who you had on, we we sent Max since it's Cinco de Mayo to the our favorite Mexican restaurant, which we I actually re- hit redial sixty five times before I gave up and it was busy every time. So we sent Max to order there and he texted right just when we started our interview, he texted and said there were 20 people in line in front of him at the, you know, takeout only because you can't eat there. Oh, see our, our state's open. We can sit down and eat in places now. Ah, well, we're going into phase one Friday. (laughs) You can't go in and sit down yet. Uh, This has been, no, this has been such a weird, weird time. Um, I have so many questions for you, though. So um, well, fire away. I have. Well, you know, I don't think our dinner is going to be back for another half hour. So well, you I was all the time you want. I was asking Max when he was on in March about a couple of the restaurants that we ate at in Salisbury. Uh, one was, I think, mm-hmm. was it Goodfellas? Was that the Italian joint? Santos Goodfellas. Yeah. Yep. That was. I love that. That was. So that was the first meal that Tori and I had when we got to Salisbury, uh, North Carolina. And then we met up with you at the hotel later that night, and we went to some Cuban restaurant, which was... We fam- went to Mambo Grill, oh. which, which has since 
which has since moved right across the street from Santos Goodfellas downtown. Oh man, you talk about and, it. And I miss that. I, I mean, I go, I go to Salisbury. Uh, you know, I've been out of Salisbury now for two and a half years. I, I will go down there or take people or meet people at Mumbo Grill. That's mm. how much. That's still my favorite restaurant. It was and for so anybody good. in your listening audience who has never had Cuban food, and I hadn't till about nine or ten years ago at that place when it was in its first incarnation. Because incarnation is before reincarnation, right? Right, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just so tasty. The food was so boldly tasting. It's not, it's not spicy by any means. No. The, I mean, a lot of good citrus and garlic and onion, and to me that was. The vaca frita, which is the crisp flank steak, is still my probably my favorite entree. And there was some uh, potato thing that was really good. Plantain, so the the banana with no sugar, basically the uh, tostones, the fried little. Oh, okay. Crisp one. Yeah, uh, that was just a great, great. I mean, that was the first night I'm in North Carolina ever, and I'm having two fantastic dinners. I, I was full the rest of the weekend until barbecue night <laughs> at the old train depot, which was even right. better. I mean, good lord, there was so such great food down there. And I'm not even bringing up the chain. Was it cookout? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah. Oh, because that was right next to the hotel, um, and I had cookout, so I had to have that in South Carolina a uh, little bit ago, or a month, year and a half right. ago, when uh, we went down for my son's basic training graduation we had to get some cookout down there but absolutely you get the the uh what was it the cheer wine milkshake i think or cheer wine shake of some sort so i'm not i'm not the biggest cherry soda category aficionado <laughs> or, or connoisseur max that's max go to max that's his go-to Really? Well, he yeah. probably doesn't know this because he's only a freshman in college. But the uh, if you put cheer wine with was it Captain Morgan? I think is the the go to. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That'd, I'd, I'd have to do some consultation <laughs> on that. Cause I... um, yeah, there's there was just great food down there. I mean, forget about all the 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 fun events with the NSMA, but the food. Oh man, you could get in trouble down there. Um, so that's why you and I get along because you know, <laughs> screw the people. It's the food that's really important. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we ran I mean, into, and that's how I judge. That's how I judge the cities I went to by how good the restaurants are. You know, I was talking to um, a lady last week about that, and you know, she's been uh, all over the place. Uh, she works with Missouri as the uh, mental performance uh, doctor. Um, but she's been to a lot of SEC towns, and that's you know the, their favorite towns are where the foods are the best, and right, um, you and know, the mom and pop places. Yeah, uh, with the ACC though, do you obviously what's your favorite city to travel to? Um, that's a good. You know, I like them all. There's not. I'm, I'm trying to think if I don't like any of them. And it's funny because. You know, some places we don't stay in town. So when we go to Florida State for football, we stay in Crawfordville, Florida, which is 31 miles south, like two-lane road, not a, not a highway. Wow. So it, take, it takes a good 45 minutes to an hour to get back and forth. And, but, and we actually don't even stay with the team. Usually we stay with the team. The team stay, stays at a quote-unquote resort, which is a golf course. Mm-hmm which is not really resorty, and we stay at a Best Western like a mile and a half down the road. So, I mean, there's nothing there, nothing, no thing. But it's only about six miles from the Gulf of Mexico we discovered, so we've discovered a couple of these really like a fish house where, you know, all you can eat um, crab bites or shrimp or, oh. So, again, the food, and... Trying to think other places, but you know, we go to Clemson. We stay in Greenville, which is 45 miles away. Okay. So we go in. You know, I've been into downtown Greenville for good food, and there are a bunch of restaurants right by the the Marriott where we stay. Love going to Boston because that's going home for me, so I get to see friends. Right. Uh, love going to Syracuse because I went to school there, still have some friends there, and uh, Dinosaur Barbecue, which started there after I left. I want to say it started seven or eight years after I left college is as good a barbecue as I have found anywhere in the United States. In Syracuse? 
in Syracuse, New York. Wow. Go figure. Okay. Um, it, it's as good. I mean, to me, my favorite barbecue is Texas style, mm. and that is as good as, I mean, my favorite before that had been in Houston. Okay. And, in, in fact, Wake, Wake Forest football played at Rice in September when it was blazingly hot, like second week this year, this past fall, and we ate at that's not one of the you know world-renowned mom-and-pop joints. It's more of a Pappas, which has a couple of different, so it's cafeteria style. Mm. But still, <laughs> the brisket was awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to think other ACC places. Still haven't been to Pittsburgh for football because Wake hasn't played them yet, believe it or not. Uh, Virginia Tech, we drive. Clemson, we drive, although we, st- we don't stay at Virginia Tech. You know, North- NC State, Duke, North Carolina, we don't. We drive in day of right. usually because it's so close. Uh, where are the other places? Atlanta's fun for Georgia Tech, only although we're only there every what thirteen years now. I've been there a couple times. Jeez. Where else? Well, Syracuse and BC are in our division, so we play. You know, we're there every other year. Right. Same with Florida State. Louisville's fun. Um, all but once we've stayed across the river in Jeffersonville, Indiana, and there are a couple plans. We're right on the Ohio River there, right across, and we've had a couple good meals right there. Actually, years ago, we it was in November, and Louisville basketball was opening that night, so I got oh. the, the our radio crew credentials, and we went into the basketball game, and I ate in the arena. <laughs> Which is probably good food there. Uh, yeah, it was not bad. It was rushed. Because we were kind of late getting in, ah, okay. uh, but there are you know, all kinds of good places. You mentioned Virginia Tech uh, mm-hmm. for their football. I mean, it's Metallica and it's it's awesome. And we've seen the video from ESPN and Chris Fowler introduction. And what's it like on the sideline when that starts? Uh, loud. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the places when even when I have my headphones on. I have trouble hearing my guys in the booth. Mm. Um, it just looks we were just fun. There. We were just there this past year. It wasn't. It was still loud. It wasn't as loud. And because they're in the other division, we're only there. I've only been there three times, I think. First time I went was as a fan and saw them beat Syracuse sixty-three to nothing. My wife and I left at forty-nine nothing, and it was. As a Red Sox fan, I hated it because we missed Pedro Martinez's 19 strikeout oh. playoff performance against the Yankees. Mm. Oh, was that regular season? I think it was the playoff. That was like 99, maybe. Well, that was his great year, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, he had such a great run there for a few years. And um, actually, you know, where one of my favorite places, other places I've been, is Missoula, Montana. And I think I told you the story. Mm-hmm. We, we flew out on the team charter with Appalachian State when they were in the final four. This is 1AA back in the 1AA day right. semifinals and played at Montana. And we flew. We could not fly into Missoula because of the inversion, <laughs> which I hear is a regular occurrence there. Yep. And so we flew into Helena and bussed to Missoula. Nice. So my photographer and I were going to rent a car. So we got a ride, I guess took a taxi to the airport and rented our car and came back. I think we were only, I think we flew in Friday. So he and I went out to eat downtown Missoula on Friday. It was a very good meal. And then the the game was Saturday afternoon. It was snowing for the first half, which was cool. (laughs) That's fun, being on the sidelines when it's snowing. And we don't get it that often here, obviously. Right. Uh, It was a great game. Went to overtime. Montana won. We go back to the NBC station in Missoula. I take the car, and we're editing, and we're flying back out of Helena. So now I'm going, there's no way I'm going to get edited in time to get the car back and come back and meet the team in the bus. So I, I told my photographer, you take the car, go back to the stadium, tell Appalachian State's athletic director we'll meet them at the airport in Helena. So I knock out a two-minute, 15-second package in maybe an hour and a half. And we hit the road, and it starts snowing, and it's getting dark. And I'm thanking God I grew up in Massachusetts learning how to drive in the snow. <laughs> and it's about, what, two and a quarter hours, if I yeah. remember correctly? Yeah, depending on the road, it's about two hours, yeah. 
So we get to the airport and have to drop off the rental car. So we go into the airport terminal and there is not a soul in there. And this is a Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And when I say not a soul, I mean, there's nobody at the airport. And it's like, so they're at the charter terminal. How are we going to get there? And it was going below zero that night. It had snowed for about six inches, nine inches of snow. Thank God the security guy came in his pickup truck and gave us a ride back (laughs) over to the charter terminal where we were just in time to catch that four-hour flight home. Nice. But that was a fun trip. You know, I have never – so you've been to more games – in Missoula at Washington Grizzly Stadium than I have. I have never stepped foot in there. What a beautiful place that is. I've heard that. I mean, and it, I mean to me, it, it gave me the impression of an arena with the roof cut off and to have the canyon right behind yeah. the stadium. I mean, you know, press box level and roof level were gorgeous. I'm on the sidelines. I mean, still great, mm-hmm. especially in the snow. But, you know, some just, just great vistas. That, that kind of sounds like me with Appalachian State. I did not see a game in Boone where they are until after that game in Montana. Hmm. I think I, I think I was out of TV before I saw a game at Appalachian State in Boone. So I did. And there you go. I did PA announcing for a basketball tournament at Montana State one time. Appalachian State mm-hmm. was there, and their SID okay. at the time came over and made sure I knew how to pronounce Appalachian State because it's the Appalachian Mountains but it's Appalachian State. That's what he told me. And to this day, 20 years later, 25 years later, that's how I always remember Appalachian State. Well, here everybody says Appalachian Mountains, Appalachia, <clears throat> not Appalachia. Oh, okay. This is what I grew up saying. So. You don't remember who the SID was. Oh, man, I don't. This would have been 96 or 97? That may have been Rick Covington Older guy, mustache, glasses. You probably don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened yesterday, Dave. <clears throat> I hear you. Hey, by the way, before I let you go, do you know whose birthday you share with on May 7th? Uh, former Oakland A's Boston Red Sox manager Dick Williams. There's that, yep. Um, I'm think who else. Well, there's who some... Else? There's some uh, some minor names like uh, Katie Douglas, who was a great player at Purdue. I actually got to meet her in okay. Cancun, of all places. Um, James Loney. Yep, James Loney's birthday is yours, May seventh. Um, James Loney. James Loney. The uh, Dodger, James Tampa Loney. Bay hey, first yeah. baseman. I think he had a cup of coffee okay. with the Mets as well. Um, yeah. Johnny Unitas. Yes, that I knew. Yes. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's the only famous person. There aren't a lot of famous people on May 7th. Um, I have a good friend of mine that was born on May 7th. He spent some time in the Marines, so there you go. How about that? Yeah. uh, And the the beauty of Facebook as you start compiling friends is you find, oh, I didn't know your birthday. So there's a a woman I went to college with who uh, I didn't know that well at Syracuse. In fact, She's one of the people who has met the radio crew, the Wake radio crew in Boston, because she lives there. Mm. And I've gotten to know her better through Facebook and <laughs> seeing her when we go up to that. Um, and, and several others who I didn't know that's when their birthday was, but thanks to Facebook, I do. There you go. Hey, uh, I could talk to you all day long, but uh, I have to wrap up. Sure. So, um this, it's been enlightening. It's just a, it's like a friendly conversation. Hey, I got, I got Tim Brando coming on, on, on your birthday on Thursday. What should, uh, what one question would you ask him? Well, see, the beauty is you only have to ask him one question and that'll be your half hour. <laughs> he is, he's one of my favorite stories. He's one of my favorite storytellers. Yeah, he, he did, he had the ACC football and basketball package for years with Raycom till, Till the ACC network started this year. So okay. uh, I miss seeing him occasionally and, and certainly at the ACC tournament. Um, I, I would love sitting down with him in the media hospitality room oh. when we would have our meals between sessions of the ACC tournament and just listen to him tell stories. He's one of the, he and John Feinstein might, might be the all time two best sit at the table and just listen storytellers. 
There are some great ones have, out there. He'll, he'll have stories. I mean, just, just think of all the color commentators he's worked with over the years. Oh, man. You know, Billy Packer, um, because Billy worked the ACC package for years mm-hmm. and years, even, even when he was with CBS. Um, you know, all kinds of guys. Yep. So I would I would ask him about you know stories of some of the color commentators he's he's worked with over the years. Okay. Well, I will do that. Well, I wonder if he were, I wonder if he worked with Jay Billis when he started. You do have Jay Billis coming on uh, with Dan Schulman uh, for National Sports Media Association members on a Zoom on you Thursday. Should, yes, you need to be hopping on these. These are we had fun last week. We had about third. We had about three dozen people on talking play-by-play preparation, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk about how the play-by-play color commentator dynamics work with those two on on Thursday. I had reached out actually. I'm trying to remember why. Oh, I thought I saw Dan at the ACC tournament before it was postponed. You know what? Let's save this for next time I'm on. Okay. Well, you're Dan saw a picture from when he was here in 2012, and Dan volunteered. He saw the, the one we did last week and volunteered to to do one. So we said, okay, how's next Thursday? 11. He said, I'm in. I texted Jay Billis. I said, hey, I have Dan on doing this thing. You want to do it with him? Sure. There you go. Nice. Well, I'll have to jump on. So that's nine here. Uh, yeah, Correct. I'll have to jump on the little one and I. She can learn a thing or two about uh, Daddy's job. Absolutely, from guys there that are actually go. good at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick before I let you go, football yeah. season start on time or not? Uh, I say no. Okay, I'm increasingly pessimistic about it. I am. I am right there with you, my friend. Hey, uh, it's a pleasure to chat with you and catch up. Uh, we should do this again, especially if where there's nothing to talk about. We can just share stories. Exactly. Uh, I'm happy to do it any time. Just let me know. I will. I will. Say hi to Max and uh, your lovely wife, because uh, I did get to meet her. I didn't. I don't think I met your oldest when I was down there in 2014, and I didn't no, get to not, come. In he's 17. not been to any of them. He's not a huge sports fan, although he, he does. He has come around to hockey. Ooh, well, hockey's a good sport. The best sport there is. I got to call two games this year on TV, which was weird because I'd never called hockey before. So that was wow. fun. It was a good time, though. And please say hi to Tori, your lovely wife. I will. I will. Hey, uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, to hear from you, whether it's email or tweets or whatnot, and hopefully I get to come back to Carolina soon. I hope so. Maybe hope next so. year I'll come Thanks down. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Dave. Sure. Yep. Have good dinner. Bye, man. All right. See ya. You know I will. <laughs> Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, you as well. <laughs> right. See ya. Take care. <laughs> that is Dave Gorin uh, joining us. He is the executive director of the – uh, National Sports Media Association, but uh, great guy, great stories, and uh, we're, yeah, we'll have him on more. That was a lot of fun to uh, to check in with uh, with him. All right, let's do uh, a quick break. We'll come back on this day in history. The walk off. We'll wrap things up. Uh, actually, we'll do that. We'll do that stuff now, and then we'll take a break. And then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? How about we do on this day in history? He did bring it up. It is May the fifth. Uh, on this day, brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. It is uh, National Hoagie Day. It is uh, National Totally Chipotle Day. I don't know what uh, if that's for the restaurant. Probably not. Don't go. Uh, it is National Astronaut Day and National Teacher Appreciation Day. 1904 on this date, Cy Young pitched the first perfect game in quote-unquote modern baseball history for the Boston Americans. 1922, construction began on Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. The original. 1925, Ty Cobb went 6 for 6 on this date. Uh, the first modern perfume was released. 1941, any guesses? Coco Chanel, Chanel number 5. Uh, 1973, Ronnie Turcotte aboard Secretariat. 1 minute, 59.4 seconds, the fastest Kentucky Derby ever. 99th Kentucky Derby. Uh, let's see. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Lee Richmond, 1857. He was uh, the first ever perfect game pitcher in 1880, so that was not modern day. He pitched the very first perfect game, and then Cy Young pitched the first perfect game in modern history on this date. Uh, 1883, Chief Bender, American baseball pitcher and the only American Indian in baseball's Hall of Fame, born in Crow Wing County, Minnesota. Happy birthdays to Tammy Wynette, born on this date in 1950, uh, 1942. 
She passed in 1998. 1988, happy birthday, Brooke Hogan, American singer, Hulk Hogan's daughter. Uh, also on this date in 1988, happy birthday, Adele. And on this date in 1821, Napoleon died in exile on the island of St. Helena. Yep. They uh, claim stomach cancer, but rumors of arsenic poisoning persist. So that is on this day in history. Brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. And now we do... Where's it at? Boom. He's here from the guys. Nope, that's what not What about it. the ladies? How about this? We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Uh, we had a great show. Dave Gordon joining us. Uh, so much fun. He is a executive director of the uh, National Sports Media Association, of which I am proud to be a, a, a fantastic, uh, or a member of that fantastic uh, organization. We also learned uh, Helena Hyde have a new uh, girls have a new coach, Ben Dudek. We'll get him on this week, hopefully. Tomorrow, oh, Brittany Jackson joins us, the former Tennessee Lady Vol. Looking forward to chatting with her and uh, a whole lot more. Thanks to Dave Gorn for joining us. You can rewatch anything, jasonwalkershow.com. Have yourself a great Tuesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow at 4. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.